I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow. Mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. Yeah, what's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. My name is Rudy Povich. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Stitcher and every day at 9.45 a.m. It goes live on Instagram at Rudy underscore Povich. Shows coming up this weekend. Gutty's Comedy Club going to be at Southdale in Edina. Shows are 7.30 both Friday and Saturday night. If it's a show where you're like, you know, I just don't want to go to the bars. I'm not a big fan. Don't want to be around the drinking. This would be the show for you. It's an all-clean show. A lot of comics don't like to do them. I'll take the work if they don't want it, as I've said many times. It's like going to grandma's house. You you, You talk to your friends much differently than you do your grandparents, right? It's exactly what it's like. So that'll be coming up on Friday and Saturday. Next Friday, going to be at the Hog's Breath in Roseville. And then uh, November 20th, going to be in Austin, Texas, over at uh, uh, the Cavern? The Cavern, I think it is. I'll have to look at it. I don't know. More details on that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it should be a good time. Plus merchandise, find at rudypovich.com. Heck of a night. First up on the show, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, William Shatner and his uh, adventure into space, which, uh, listen, to be at that age, 90-something, and to still be out riding motorcycles and adventuring around, and you played a space captain on television, and now you are on your way to literally, because like, Floating in actual space, man. The technology that we've come... I mean, those guys were literally filming, like, you know, uh, Star Trek uh, in, like, a desert just outside of Los Angeles on, like, some big rocks. And they were like, oh, this is the planet. We're on a different planet. It's a whole brand new planet. And now we are literally flying people out to a goddamn planet. Like, it's insane. It's crazy, the technology that we have and where it's going. But I will talk a little bit about that. Last night, oh, dad of the year. Telling you, it doesn't take much. It does not take much to be able to, uh, uh, you know, make some experiences for your kids. Let's say hi to some people real quick before we get into it. What's up, Michael? How are you, buddy? Hey, hey, Jamie, dude, I literally talk to everyone exactly the same. Well, listen, uh, just because your grandma's got a double mohawk and a neck tattoo doesn't mean that mine does. Although my grandma did tell us one time, remember this story about my grandma Phyllis? We were at my cabin, and my cousin had told us a story about how she knew a girl who got caught giving a guy a blowjob in the Target parking lot. And when my cousin said the word blowjob, I turned and looked. I was like, hey, what are you doing? She goes, what? I said, you can't say that in front of grandma. And my grandma Phyllis turned and said, you don't think I know what a blowjob is? And that's when uh, I poured bleach into my ears and I dunked my head into a lake and wanted to stay down there until the bubbles stopped coming up. So, yeah, that one uh, that one got me. That one got me. Uh, let's see who else is here. Uh, ben Waters. What's up, buddy? Nice to see you. Good to see you. Hi, Amanda. What's up, Anna? Mira, good to see you. Uh, Jamie, how was New York? I did the whole recap on it yesterday. I'll give you the, I'll t- listen to the podcast, but it was good. Scooter, what's up? How are you, Danielle? Good to see everybody. Wyatt, thanks for stopping by. Um, yeah, it was a, uh, it was a, a good time. And then last night I took my daughter 
And my, I should say this, my daughter's mom and I, it was a group effort here, took my daughter to the Gold Over America tour with Simone Biles. And uh, I didn't really get a lot. I mean, I, I don't know. Because really, what are you going to do? You know, just like watch these kids just like pump it out. But there's the picture of us last night standing in front of the Athleta go for go. And the look at my daughter's face is like, what the fuck, you idiots? I do not want to be here with you two. Like, huh? Because she went and sat with all of her friends because this was like a, you know, um, gym gymnastics club effort taking all these kids to this thing. And the look on her face is like, God, I don't want to fucking hang out with you two morons, you know? So you can tell that uh, she is definitely enthused to be hanging out um, uh, at out in the hallway in front of all these people. So then I thought, you know what, kid? If you are going to be so embarrassed about your old man standing next to you in a photo, just wait until I do a handstand in front of everybody and then proceeded to do multiple handstands, which guys and girls so different when it comes to embarrassing their children. There was one dad who was looking at me and laughing hysterically, thinking, oh my God, dude, that is so goddamn funny. Yes, thank you. And Kinley is red in the face. She's like, stop, you goddamn stop it right now. You stop it. Stop it right now. Please, dad, stop, stop, get down. Get Not another hand. No, not another one. Stop it. Meanwhile, the ladies, not finding this to be funny. Not a chance in hell. Everybody's super, not a clap, not nothing. The one dad, the one dad in the whole joint laughing his goddamn head off. And I'm like, ladies, embarrass your kids every once in a while. That's why we're here. And of course, like, I I know right now she's probably looking at me like, Jesus Christ, old man, enough with the goddamn antics, you know? But eventually that shit will come back around and she'll be, she'll appreciate it. You know, she will. These moments. So I don't know. There was a lot of parents. There was like ladies in the hallway. See, that's the difference between Amanda and you and all the other gymnastics moms. Cause they are super prim and proper, super prim and proper. They'll ask you like, Hey, we're all at this event. Can you take a picture of us and then hand you your phone? And I'm like, yeah, I, I can, I can do that. Not a problem. And, uh, I've learned you hold that camera high. You don't, there's no strain on photos. There's not, no, you don't get down and shoot from underneath the chin. You hold that camera up as high as your goddamn tiny little arms will. You get it up there because the higher that camera, the thinner them gals look inside those photos. And I'm telling you, you fuck that up, man. Them girls are coming for blood. You didn't, you don't have an opportunity, man. Lindsay, I remember my dad first pulled a donut in the Dairy Queen parking lot. Mad respect. Shit. Yeah. No, I, I, I 1000% agree with that. I, uh, I did that move. I think I may have brought it up on this podcast already one time where I was driving with my daughter and her friend and, uh, I played, you know what? We haven't played it in a while. We might as well. As we were driving down the, down the, uh, the street, I could tell that my daughter was like, God damn it, man. Like you got to stop embarrassing me. Cause I'm like, I'm trying to have a good time, um, with, let's see, there we go. I'm trying to have a good time with my kid and her friends. And while this is all ensuing, I, I'm starting to come up with the plan. I'm starting to come up with like, oh, we got to get something rolling here. And that's when Starship's Nothing Gonna Stop Us Now comes on. And I roll the goddamn windows down and I'm cranking it. We get to Target. And the old man just starts pulling shitties. Just circle after circle. 
fist bumping. And of course, my daughter, red in the face. Her friend Emmy is laughing hysterically. Put your hand in my hand, baby. Don't have bound the back. It was the best. I loved it. And I was like, I know it sucks right now. I know it's a pain in the ass and you don't want to deal with it. But I'm telling you that eventually. And we can build this thing together. Standing strong forever. Nothing's going to stop us now. Eventually, you're going to look back on all this and think it's hilarious. But right now, in the moment, I get that it totally sucks. But dad's finding it so funny. So funny. Mom's not finding it to be funny at one bit. And I'm like, God damn it, man. Like, can't you guys just enjoy the moment? Just have a little bit of fun? I had to take a photo of, like, all those girls yesterday uh, at the gymnastics thing. And there was one mom in particular. Like, this mom had said, hey, can you grab a photo of us? And then the other mom had to, like, pony up her phone. And she looked at me, and the look on her face was like, I don't want that grubby guy's hands on my phone. I was like, listen, bitch, I'm the only one around here that will take this photo, okay? Everyone else is gone. Jesus. Uh, let's see. Let's read a couple of comments here. Amanda. Yes, I'm all about the time whenever uh, I'm with whomever. My son loves it. Haha, I'm so embarrassing. Yeah, you should be. You should be. Mira. Oh, the trauma. I totally get it. Lynn, wow, Rudy, you're flexible. No, not at all. I got, I mean, you captured that like half a second that I'm in the air. That's as good as the handstand got. I literally, I mean, it literally went up, and like the second I did, like you could feel the blood just rush to your head. You're like, ah, ah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, it was a, it was a great time last night. I really thought that I was not going to enjoy myself. Thought it was going to be another one of these excursions that dads get drugged to, and they're going to have to sit through some bullshit. You know, like for the most part, though, the things that. You know, back in the day when you went and did this stuff, if you ever did this stuff, could you imagine our parents or like grandparents taking us to a, a, a concert? Could you imagine? There's no way. There's not a chance in hell. I didn't go to my first concert until I was like with my mom until I was almost 19, I think. But to be 12 and your dad sitting next to you like that would never happen ever. Shit, no. Uh, but, you know, I took my daughter to go see Katy Perry. Loved it. There is something about, you know, the the singer-songwriters that are also pop stars. Like, you go and see them and then go, okay, I get why this is big. Like, she can sing. She's a great talent. She can dance. She can move. Saw Taylor Swift, which I thought I saw Taylor Swift in New York, but turns out I was just staring at a very glamorous pelican. And listen, I can body shame Taylor Swift all I want, okay? She pays to look like that. That gal, wildly different. The one, the Taylor Swift we have today... Wildly different than the gal that we got when she was like 15 writing songs in her bedroom. It's a wildly different person, okay? I didn't body shame her. She body shamed her and then changed her body, okay? I'm not about body shaming. I get it if you got a couple extra pounds. But if you are, you know, doing the boat, if you start making fun of people's plastic surgery, fuck that. That's up. There's no repercussions for that. I am not body shaming you. You body shamed yourself. You were the one that went out and got all these, this, the Botox and the tits lift and the tummy tuck and all that shit. That was you being insecure. 
That was not me looking at you and going, wow, that girl needs to drop a couple of pounds. I wish her lips looked a little fuller. Or I wish Rob Lowe's eyebrows were pulled back a little bit more. Fuck that. You thought that and then went and did it. So I, that's free game if you ask me. Anyway, uh, I digress. What the fuck are we talking about again? Uh, yeah, Gold Over America Tour. So most of the things that you go and see with your kids suck. But this was not one of them. I really, I genuinely enjoyed it. I liked the message that they had. Uh, you know, like the first like 27 minutes of this is just like, you got to love yourself. Get out. Th- Listen, you're perfect the way you are, which is easy to say when you're like a size zero, you know, you got abs for days and you're 22. You just got to love you. Be in love with yourself. I, I get it. It's, it's, a, it's a great message. It's a great message. Easy to do when you're like, super thin and you wear a size zero Lululemon fucking totally get it. But, uh, but there were great moments. Simone Biles, man, it was nice to see. It's great that you got to see Simone Biles do gymnastics. Like she's the the greatest on the planet. Here's the thing I was a little perturbed about. You have like 30 of the greatest, not just like female athletes. I'm talking athletes, male or female. Like 30 of the greatest on the planet that are living right now. They're the worst dancers I've ever seen. Terrible dancers. Terrible. I looked over at uh, my daughter's mom and went, how the hell are these girls so good in gymnastics, but they cannot dance worth a shit? And she's like, isn't that weird? Like everybody's kind of out of sync. They're not really going through the motions. I was like, dude, Lizzo would have kicked your ass off this tour a long time ago. But... the thing I, I think I liked the most about it was obviously the production value is like, you know, through the roof. It's goddamn lights and glitter and fucking big screens and just, you know, shit exploding and, you know, voiceovers. And that Lori Hernandez, oh man, Lori Hernandez, former gymnast, I guess she's still a gymnast, you know, but like former Olympic gymnast. First off, cute as a goddamn button. Secondly, she uh, was great on the microphone, emceeing the whole thing. She made this comment. My daughter went to like a, like a, I think it's they called it Chalk Talk. It's Chalk Talk. Chalk Talk with Lori. Where you get to ask questions and then they, you know, a couple of the gymnasts come out and chat with you for a little while. But apparently Lori Hernandez was like, when I was a level four, it was 2006. Who was even born in 2006? And like nobody raised their hand. And I was looking at some of the old photos they were put, putting up of uh, the gymnasts. And as I'm looking at them, I'm like, wow, man, them gals are, them gals have got to be like, you know, I was thinking like, oh, it's got to be like, what, 1993, maybe 92. Then I start doing the math. I'm like, oh, no shit. That's like 2007 when them gals are literally, you know, 10 years old and they're showing photos of them up on the big screen. And then within like six years later, they're at the Olympics. That was like 2006, man. That wasn't that. It's like, holy shit. I was definitely easily into my 30s by the time these gals even got into a balance beam. And then almost 40 when they were like good enough to be able to go in Olympic trials. Like, holy shit. But I was, it was, it was, there was that one really, really nice moment where, because obviously, you know, this thing is geared towards the gals and, you know, it's got all the, you know, all the pump and the music and the shit like that. And it's all glitter and girl power. And, you know, all the gymnasts came out dressed as Wonder Woman and all that was great. But then they had this really nice moment where it was just like a, um, 
uh, like an infographic or like a moving graphic on the big screen. And it was one of the gymnasts who was doing some spoken poetry. And basically what she was saying was, this is the hardest thing you're ever going to do in life. You're going to you're going to break toes. You're going to snap ankles. You're going to hurt your back. You're going to get bruises. You're going to have to ice them. You're not going to want to go to practice at 530 in the morning, but God damn it, do it. Get your ass up and do it. Because it will bleed over into so many other things in life. Because if you get up every single morning at five o'clock, you go to bed early, you get up, you go to practice, you go do your shit, you come back, you go to practice again. That stuff's going to bleed into your 30s and 40s when you really, really need it. You might not make it to the Olympics, but you're going to have to have a a career or a job in life or have people that rely on you, and you are going to have to have a little bit of gumption, a little bit of grit. God damn it. Pull it up, man. So it was a really nice moment. I thought that, if anything, that was the thing that these girls should take away from this all this endeavor. I get everybody wants to go to the Olympics. I get everybody wants to be, you know, the UCLA gymnast. I get everybody wants that. But if anything, and I've said this before when it comes to tough sports for young females like that, incredibly tough sports, rugby players, gymnasts, I would say even like volleyball to an extent. Um, Because, I mean, that's got to be tough on the knees and the jumping and... I would like to see the numbers of people, women specifically, who are repeat victims of domestic abuse later in life when they were somebody who went through competitive sports as a child. Because I feel like that confidence that you build when you're doing it, uh, the, the structure that they have in these places, especially at like the lower levels, the higher levels, you know, you start hearing about all the you know, the Legacies and all that shit and how crazy it is and like how stressful they make it on these girls. But at a lower level, it's very much so, you know, it's very supportive. So I would like, I I, want to see those numbers. You got a gal who was a competitive gymnast when she was 14 and then later on in life goes on to marry a shit bag. And that guy, you know, gets a, a little mouthy one night after a couple of beers and decides to backhand her. That gal ain't sticking around. If you got a dad that was absent and, uh, you know, put out cigarettes on her forearm when she was a baby, probably going to be sticking around for a while the first time this guy does that because he doesn't know how to live in in anything else besides chaos, you know? Uh, Kim, I hate when I receive a card that has glitter on it everywhere. Yeah, I know. Uh, Somebody had told me the analogy about the coronavirus when they were like, here's how you can explain the coronavirus. If you have friends that go to gay pride and they cover themselves in glitter. Only one person in the group has to cover themselves in glitter. But guess what? By the end of the day, everybody is covered in glitter. (laughs) If you really want to fuck with somebody, like brand new parents, they got like a two-year-old and you got to buy them a Christmas gift, get them something with glitter. Get them something with glitter. It's It's the fucking worst. It's the worst Ah, uh, Lyndon, bringing glitter home with you. That stuff sticks everywhere and never goes away. Exactly. Totally. Um, Amanda, you don't really need rhythm to jump, twirl, and flip. Yeah, you're right. And I was noticing that yesterday because, wow, that was brutal to watch. Oh, my God, it was brutal to watch. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I can't do 
a, a 30 second of what these gals can do out on the floor. But holy shit, as I was watching it, I'm like, I don't think anybody knows the, the rhythm of this song. You know, one gal's putting her left foot down. The other gal's putting her right foot down. You're supposed to be doing the twirl to the left. The other girls are doing the twirl to the right. I'm like, what the hell is happening here? Listen, just stay in your lane. If anything, have like the 10 top gymnasts just come out and sort of like do their little group thing, but then around them, stack it with professional dancers. But I don't know. The production value of it was great. I had a really nice time. Um, To be able to say you watch Simone Biles do a bar routine, do a floor routine, there's something about it when you watch her. Like everybody's good. Obviously, they're the best on the planet. And you watch and you're like, wow, it's really good. But there's something about watching her. Like there's just, there's a snap to everything, every move. Her, her arm moves so fast and it stops so suddenly. There's something about it that you're just like, wow. You see her and you go, you're substantially better than everybody else. I totally get it. Lynn, glitter bombs for the show at the Hogs Breath. Please don't. No. Like, no, I can't. There's no way. I have a 13-year-old daughter. We've, we've made ground rules on the glitter. I can't do it. I can't. Can't do the glitter. Fuck. You'll find that shit like four years later. We moved into our house. We moved into our house, uh, our second house. Moved into that place. And when we moved in, my daughter got a gift from a friend of ours filled with glitter. We moved out four years later. I was finding glitter under the stove. I was finding it in the air ducts. I was finding it underneath the toilet. I'm telling you, it's everywhere. It's a goddamn pain in the ass. Please. Please, Lynn. I can't. I can't. I just can't do it. Uh, you guys have been probably wondering what's up with the voice. Jesus, man. I wanted to bring this up. I apologize for yesterday. Uh, when I get zero sleep, and especially New York, just fucking railroaded me, man. Uh, my voice is a son of a bitch to be able to get back into shape. It takes so long. So I apologize. Uh, Kim, I have a two-year-old. Please, God, no glitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I apologize, especially yesterday's show. And even to today, I'm still hearing it. It's like, it's not 100% yet. But boy, that lack of sleep, will f- it'll grind you, dude. It will totally 1,000% grind you. I was watching uh, the William Shatner going to space thing. And uh, somebody had a good line where they go, dude, if Jeff Bezos kills William Shatner, I am done with Amazon. I don't blame you. William Shatner uh, returned home from space. And this was him after the uh, the shuttle launch yesterday. Everybody in the world needs to be What you have given me is the most profound experience I can have. I'm so filled with emotion about what just happened. I, I just, it's extraordinary. I hope I never recover from this. I don't want to lose it. It's so much larger than, than me and life. And it hasn't got anything to do with the little green planet, the blue orb. And the, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the enormity and the quickness and the suddenness of life and death. And the, oh, my God. I am overwhelmed. You should. What a, what a great... I don't know, what a great moment in time. The fact that William Shatner is still on this planet long enough to be able to go... The space captain himself to be able to go to space. I dig it. 
I know people sit and bitch and moan about like, oh, these fucking billionaires taking all this money and, you know, they're going to space with it. Why don't you motherfuckers, you know, sink some money into a homeless encampment and get these people back on their feet? Dude, that problem will always exist. We've been trying for years to... We're making strides. We're doing well. We're making strides. I get it. But this is a whole goddamn new frontier that we don't know where it's going to go. Plus, I don't know, maybe we kill two birds with one stone. We, we, you know, we perfect space travel and then we have a place for the homeless. I'm just saying, maybe we look at it that way, okay? So, you got to think long term, all right? Anna loved what he had to say. He contemplated the incredible experience while the children behind him were celebrating their roller coaster ride. Yeah, I got it, for sure. I, I, first off, I dig that guy. Um... I think he's, uh, it's great that he embraces who he is, rides a motorcycle in goddamn shorts. Like, fucking, he's just, he's, he's, he's Bill Shatner. He's the best. I love that guy. I don't know. I'm all about this, man. I, I like that we're doing this. I like that money's getting sunk into it, you know? Um, because, I mean, if you think about it, dude, like, plane traveling, when we started with the, I mean, that was like, you could not, unless you were like uber rich, you could not get a plane ticket. And eventually now we got like $27 flights one way from Minneapolis to Austin. You know, you're there in two and a half hours. But that's how, you know, just actual flight travel started. And then we're doing the same thing with space travel. Just the incredibly elite few get to be able to do it now. And then in 30 years, everybody gets to take a ride. Wouldn't that be great? I say do it. I'm in. I want that experience. Not going to be able to afford it now. But just do it so that you can get it to a price where people can't afford it. And then I'm all about it. So until then, not that I applaud what Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos do with a lot of other things. But hey, dude, this one endeavor, I say keep at it. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And every single day at 9.45 a.m., it goes live on Instagram. Make sure you find shows, merch, all that, rudypovich.com. Again, thank you guys for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.